Everybody. Welcome to the True Crime Squad. I'm Christy Brower here with my sister, co-host, and partner in crime, Katie Weaver. Hey, Katie. Hello. How's it going? Oh, it's going. Sometimes being the, uh, you know, surrogate parent to a Bassetown puppy is... <laughs> she has a lot of <laughs> nicknames around here for good reason. <laughs> Are any of them good? <laughs> She's such a good girl uh, when she's asleep and cuddling and <laughs> playing outside. Jesus. But uh, Nelificent has been. Ooh, Nelificent. You know, her it, name's Nelly, it. so we call her Nelificent or Nelephant because, my God, she's growing so fast. Oh, yeah. Uh, uh, Nellitosis because of some very unpleasant eating habits that I won't share with you. Oh, no. Uh, oh, no. Mm -hmm. But uh, she's an angel. I just am old and fat, and this dog is wearing me out. <laughs> oh, poor and she's so belly. in love with her voice. My gosh, her voice is so big, and it's just getting bigger every day. And whew, sometimes <laughs> I just can't. She lays right next to my office chair and just bellows in the face of the other dogs until they play with her. <laughs> You know, sometimes they just want to have a goddamn nap. They are not puppies. Right. <laughs> yeah. I, I mean, she absolutely barks so loud in their faces. I swear it blows their hair back, you know, <laughs> just over and over until finally I'm like, something has to give because my nerves are <laughs> starting to understand our grandmas that were like, you kids get outside because you couldn't take the noise. Oh, yeah, I get it now. <laughs> I get it now. Uh, that is Funny, mm. funny, yeah. funny. Well, she's kind of well, the top of well, my list right now for the barking. It sounds like it. Oh, my goodness. Yeah. My dachshund is the same way, but she doesn't. Hers is really high and sharp, which also is very difficult. And I know uh -huh. that loud booming also. You just are like, it's got to stop. Mm -hmm. It's got to stop. Yeah. 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 Absolutely. Well, welcome everybody. I see y'all piling into the chat. Of course, this is our Wednesday night live stream where we do case updates and we have lots of interesting things to update. I think let's start with Coburger because boy, am I not surprised by this. Yeah. So big stuff in Coburger just today, but I'm going to back up just a little bit to last week because there was yeah. a series of hearings and things that they were objecting to and arguing. And, you know, one was to just, let's just throw the whole thing out, you know, which obviously let's just dismiss all of it. Not going to fly denied. Uh, yeah. But uh, they also were arguing the DNA and, and it's just procedural. Like people get upset about this stuff. And I'm like, he just has really good attorneys that are doing their jobs. You know, mm -hmm. they're just looking and, for anything to punch a hole in. Yeah. And they were arguing about the use of genealogical DNA, that that was whether or not that really is okay or not. And, you know, I, Why don't it, we ask it's the, just the team that caught the Golden State Killer if that's okay or not. I mean, come right. on. Yeah. We're feeling a okay about it. Uh, yeah. So there was some of that procedural stuff last week. None of it really did much, except for that. The judge yesterday said, okay, well, I guess you guys want to go to trial in 
October, which seems completely bananas, but we better get some scheduling orders out. So he sent out a bunch of scheduling orders that were pretty much like, all right, guys, get your shit together and get your stuff turned in here in the next like few weeks. And it kind of set everybody on fire. And they had a hearing today, uh, just a, another procedural hearing. And lo and behold, guess who has finally waived his right to a speedy trial? So, I mean, who did not see this coming? It was coming. Yeah. He wasn't going to go right to trial? Yeah. No. They they couldn't possibly be ready. So he has now signed a formal waiver. So they didn't set a trial date. This could be 2024. Hell, it could be 2025. The prosecution didn't object, but they did say, you know, they want to get this taken care of as soon as possible. But they also agree this was the uh, the best, you know, plan of action. People are actually mad on Twitter and acting shocked. And I'm kind of surprised because no, who thought this would happen said, in October? No one. No one that's paid any attention to the legal system at all would think that this trial of four capital murders is going to go trial this quickly it's just not gonna happen i mean it hasn't even been a year since the murders it just it does this does not happen in cases this big for sure so yeah not surprised at all i kept waiting for when is this gonna switch because there's no way that no one can be ready truly in that amount of time no uh there is another hearing on september 1st and they kept that date the the defense did because they want to argue uh, against the grand jury. If you guys have noticed, <laughs> nope. it's become a real thing lately. Every time a grand jury is convened for, and maybe it's just a thing in general, but for the defense to say, we object to the grand jury and to the way they were selected. We yeah. just keep oh, hearing yeah. that one. And every time the judge is like, bye, bitch, bye. You guys don't like the grand jury because you get left out of it. And we get it, but it's just, right. it is what it is. This is the law in our country. Right. So, I mean, that's yeah. just it. Defense attorneys don't like grand juries, and that's fine. They hate them. They they can say their their piece about it, but that doesn't mean that anything was done wrong or anything was done illegally or whatever. You know, because you know that the prosecutor was so careful in convening this grand jury mm-hmm. to make sure that it was unimpeachable. Yeah. So yeah. it's just more of the the same stuff. But they've been talking about doing that for months. Mm-hmm. So they're finally going to do, like, for real, finally going to go to court and do it. Yeah, apparently. Yeah. Interesting. So one kind of funny thing, uh, last thing I really have to say on it, uh, is that uh, Judge Judge at the end of uh, the hearing today, and in case you don't know, the judge's last name is Judge. So it's a kind of a confusing yes. uh, thing to say, but Judge McJudgerson uh, said he had one more uh, matter to discuss with the prosecution and the defense. And that is that he had been called to jury duty on this case. (laughs) (laughs) What? (laughs) Oh, geez. Mm -hmm. I mean, I know it's random, but come on. You really sent that to Judge Judge? (laughs) He said he had to make sure that it was okay with both sides to excuse himself. They were cool (laughs) with it. (laughs) That is wild. Right? Such a small town. town. Uh huh. That just so made me laugh. Time. What are the odds? So funny. Or maybe welcome, Maureen. So glad you found us. Messing with him. <laughs> yeah, welcome, Maureen. I just that's think so that's funny. funny. Wow. Yeah. 
Well, I would say, I'll say this. Um, and then we try not to go get wildly political on this show, but I will say this about all of the stuff going on with the Trump uh, situation right now. I am shocked at how very little people in this country understand about our, our justice system, particularly right. grand juries. Wow. I yeah. have read some nonsense. People don't understand grand juries at all. Right. Yeah. And and you're right. What Paula says, Paula says a grand jury keeps information away from the public, which would make it easier to get a jury that hasn't heard a lot of evidence. It's true that that is one of the reasons to use a grand jury because it's protective of then a trial jury. Um, yeah. But yeah, it is weird to me. And I guess, you know, we do this for a living. So we talk about it all mm -hmm. the time. But yeah, people genuinely do not understand how the legal system works. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And that Speaking a grand jury indictment totally... is a very regular deal. Oh, yeah. Totally. Some states it's required. Yeah. Some states don't even do pretrials. They do grand juries. But yeah. anyway, they're, you know, they have not stopped teaching civics in high school, at least in Idaho, they haven't. Uh, but I'm still amazed how very little people understand about our system. Yeah. yeah, I know but it's unfortunate. I noticed, uh, I, I, it's part of what we like to do here. Mm -hmm. Yeah, for sure. Talk about it. But you have what? Oh, Amy said she wants to be a, on a grand jury or any jury. And Joelle said definitely no. That sounds long and boring. I really do want to be on a jury so bad. I don't know how my body would hold up to it, to be fair. But I really do want to. Uh, but I have to tell you, I didn't do a story on this because I don't know why. But <laughs> I'll say it now. I just discovered a case. It actually happened in 2017, but uh, a woman choked to death. She died, uh, presumably choked to death. And her, this was, I believe, in Florida. And her boyfriend, or a hookup, I guess, was charged with her murder. And the whole defense was that she died giving him head. And that uh, it's because he was so well endowed. Uh, and gross. so... Yeah, and so the the defense wanted, as a part of their defense, to be able to show his genitalia to the jury. What? Oh, and the judge was like, "Oh gosh!" And they're like, "Well, I mean, they need to see what they're working with here, you know." And the prosecution was like, "That just seems really unnecessary." And anyway, and also, would we do it like right here? He's just going to strip down, like. Would it be flaccid yeah. or erect? Like, what? Uh, what? Anyway, so right. they settled on pictures, and the jury had to look at pictures of his flaccid and erect penis, and they did acquit him. Now, I'm not saying it's because of the what? penis pics, but um, yeah. So you want to be on that jury? Oh, yeah. I don't think no. so. Not me. I, I, that is a definite no. Mm -mm. <laughs> That's horrifying. Yeah. I know. <sighs> All of it is horrifying. Just all of it. That was it the experts on the stand. <laughs> Amanda, I am very sorry. <laughs> yes, Amanda just arrived just to hear that. What? Mm -hmm. Yikes. Yeah. Well, they had an expert on the stand that was like, yeah, it's totally possible. Totally possible. What? Is it? That's I, but like to death? Ugh. Yeah. Yeah. I, I'm dumbfounded. Anyway. Yeah, Fran said feds use grand jury for probably 99% of their criminal cases. Yeah. I mean, right. it's just what's yeah. done. The fact that people are acting suddenly like this is some kind of sneaky peeky way to get a an indictment. No, it's not. It's always done. Yeah. Yeah. Right. yeah it's off. very common. 
Oh, God. <laughs> Frankie, I fell right into that one. <laughs> <laughs> I knew it. I didn't say it, but I was waiting for you. I thought, you'll say it. You'll see it. Say it. <laughs> yes, I did. Oh. That is all. Goodbye. <laughs> yes. And with that disgusting and horrific story, what? <laughs> <laughs> I know. Amy's dying. Everyone's like, ah, Cranky Minute. We all know Cranky Minute. We know Cranky Yeah, she did. <laughs> Good Lord. So just, you know, didn't want to be on that jury. That nope. is for sure. That's the one jury that is definitely a hard pass. Oh. <laughs> I would have a stiff objection Stop. to that. <laughs> <laughs> Let's move on. Let's move on. I'm taking a hard pass. Oh, yeah. Okay. Let, let, <laughs> let's do. Let's do. Move on. Because something that I didn't think I would ever say is that BTK is in the news. BTK, of course, Dennis Rader, the bind, torture, kill uh, serial killer who's, you know, been in prison for the murder of 10, uh, 10 victims for a real long time. Well, there was some, there's some action in, in, in his case, which is just so weird to me. So yeah, law enforcement have done some searching in Oklahoma and Kansas. They're searching for a couple of different things. Um, one thing is they're looking for like trophies or uh, or other items that came from particular crime scenes that have never turned up. Yeah. They're also looking into a specific case. So they're looking into the murder of Cynthia Dawn Kinney. This was in Osage County, Oklahoma in 1976. Mm -hmm. And they are looking at um they're they're eyeing him for this particular case. Uh, she was leaving her aunt and uncle's laundromat in uh, Pawuska, about a two-hour drive from where he was living at the time. He has, you know, denied involvement in any cases other than the 10 that he pled guilty for in 2005. Um, sure. But I, I don't believe it. I mean, he worked so far under the radar that I don't believe for one minute that he only killed 10 people. Yeah. And I don't think that, that, that the police do either. Right. No. So they were digging under a shed. And this has been with the help of Dennis Ryder's daughter, who has been trying to get him to give up some more information, basically. So they were digging in a vacant lot. They were also digging under a shed that had like a concrete pad on it, looking for some things, some particular items. And they did, in fact, find some things. They're not saying what they found, but they did find some things. Mm -hmm. um, one uh, thing that was, hose mm -hmm. was one thing. And that, yeah. you know, I mean, he used pantyhose to bind his victims mm -hmm. um, in some cases. Hmm. Also, I read that they might be looking for driver's licenses in court jars. That might be buried. really Ooh. yeah that that could in potentially be identification of other victims mm -hmm. he may have had those um wow so yeah the, the police are being real quiet about the things that they have found and you know what what that means and stuff yet but I, it's pretty interesting 
but gosh, what if they found driver's licenses of victims he was not convicted of? Right. Yeah. I mean, really interesting. So it wouldn't be a huge surprise, but wow. I really commend his daughter for trying to help with this because, you know, why would anyone in that situation want to still have to have contact other than to help? I know that um, the right. smiley face killer's daughter still um, gets communication from him. She doesn't communicate with him, but he communicates uh -huh. with her. And she has stepped up and is trying to help um, Rex uh, Hewerman's family because she's uh -huh. been through this. And so I think yeah. it's pretty cool as adults that these, that these uh, children and serial killers are trying to make a difference, make some good out of the things that have happened to them. So uh -huh. I don't know. I might want to like change my name and move to another country, you know? Right. And with, with Dennis Rader's daughter, she's, he's actually, she's actually talking to him, trying to get him to yeah. give up some more information. Yeah. Yep. And he has. Yeah. He has. He, has. he gives her stuff every once in a while. It's wild. Yeah. 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 And you know, you never know if they may. Um, Oh, Kaylin says Carrie Rawson is awesome. She's my friend. Yeah. She is very awesome. She is. She also has and, COVID right now and it's super duper sick. So everybody send her a little yeah. boost. Yeah, Poor girl, yeah. while they're doing, um, you know, she's sick, but yeah, I, you know, maybe maybe we'll be able to tag tag some more cases to him, give some people mm -hmm. a little more closure, maybe identify some people, you know, yeah. maybe bring you know bring it to some other jurisdictions. There's a lot of potential here because yeah, Dennis Rader was so far under the radar for so long. It's just. It's just really hard to believe that he only had 10 victims. So mm -hmm. interesting stuff. You don't think you're going to hear about one of those old serial killers, but there you have it. Yeah. I know. It's That's wild. Serial killer. But just There's maybe that some... can. Oh, go ahead. Oh, I was just going to say, speaking of serial killers, you want to tell us about uh, Lucy Letby? Yes. Lucy Letby, we did a big story on her and we've been talking about her now for what I think is forever because, my God, it takes a long time to convict somebody of something in uh, in England. Wow. Yeah, uh, <laughs> their trials last for like a year. Anyway, uh, now, of course, Lucy Letby is the nurse who was accused of murdering a bunch of babies and, and attempting to murder a bunch more in a NICU. Uh, of all of the unbelievably terrible things you could do uh, to completely innocent and helpless beings. Wow. But uh, you've probably heard our coverage on that before. We don't have to talk about all of it. But what we get to say is she was convicted, excuse me, convicted and now sentenced to life in prison. So she was convicted for murdering seven babies and for attempting to kill six more. And Which is even not even refused. close to how many they think she actually killed. Yeah. She also refused to at uh, attend the sentencing. So all of the parents who needed to, you know, get some closure, give their statements, she wasn't present. Now, in the U.S., you would be present. You don't get to say you're not oh, coming. Yeah. You would be mm -hmm. dragged there, stra uh, strapped into a wheelchair if they had to, to get you into court. Because that's the rule. Yeah. Uh, most judges would absolutely not Put up with that but again the rules are different in different countries and she was allowed to do so so she didn't even attend her sentencing but i'm sure she knew at that point that she was done 
but at any rate, uh, yep. So she's done, done, done. Yeah. Well, and I, you know, we're pretty lucky that she got life without the chance of parole because yeah. life in the UK is mm -hmm. sometimes 10 to 25 years. It is not, it's a lot less than mm -hmm. in the U S and I'm not saying me, you know, I'm not saying the U S is necessarily right because we have very harsh sentences, but when it comes to the serial killer of babies, yes. Yeah. Most definitely, definitely something we want locked up forever. Mm-hmm. For sure. So justice was served for sure. Yeah, much, much appreciated to the UK. They finally got her done. So uh -huh. she is pretty dangerous. I agree. She did some really gutsy things. Uh -huh. Yep. I it really agree. is agreed. Yeah. Yeah, that choosing to attend the sent to not attend the sentencing is calculated is a calculated and diabolical move to further torture the victim's parents. I think so. Oh, yeah. It's That's a huge fuck you to them. Yeah, without a doubt. Hey, Carrie. Yeah. Agreed. Yeah. So it's true. Prisons in UK aren't as nice as the US. Yeah. So, well, I hope she is miserable. I mean, I heard in Scotland they sing mean songs to you and everything. That's what I heard. <laughs> That's is what I heard. Yeah. Not a single word about uh, Nicholas uh, Oliverdian in weeks. Yeah. I, I'm sick of this. Waiting. Come on. Send him I back to the I swear it's going to be Christmas time. I just keep thinking it's going to be Christmas time when he finally uh, lands in the U.S. And uh, we'll get to go yeah. to Salt Lake and sit in on his arraignment and uh, and get to go to Salt Lake at Christmas time. So we'll take, take it. Take it. Perfect. We'll take it. Yes. Perfect. Perfect. All yeah, she wasn't right. by herself. Not at all. She was a brand new nurse. Uh, she was very sly. She was very sneaky. Mm -hmm. Well, and she was suspected by multiple doctors that then, you know, there were people who suspected her that got blown off for a long time. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, gosh. Let's talk about Madalena Kojakari. Oh, boy. So Madalena is 11. She has been missing since November 23rd, 2022. But she wasn't actually, she's one of these kids that wasn't uh, reported missing till several weeks after she went missing. You know, not yeah. sketchy at all uh, there. So her mother, or not her mother, her grandmother, her mother's mother, Rodika Kojakari, has come forward. And she said some pretty terrifying things. Now, I want us all to know. But this is a statement made by her grandmother that is not proven. But it is terrifying. She says, my granddaughter is alive, but she's been kidnapped. Mm -hmm. She says that um, Diana Kochikari and Madalena were sold to traffickers for $5 million. And that this was yeah. done by Diana's husband, uh, Christopher Palmer. Because she, Diana said she wanted a divorce. We don't know if this is true at all. This well, is what grandma is saying. Don't this hasn't because been what did Diana do, escape? I know. that This is the part I don't understand because she's saying that about Diana as well. And Diana is not missing. No, but she is, yeah. She is now saying 
that uh, Madalena was sold to sex traffickers for millions of dollars. <laughs> millions of dollars sounds like a lot. It's sketchy, because what about Diana? Diana's not missing. Mm -hmm. Right. But what if, is $5 million, where um, is it? I, yeah. I, it doesn't track to me at all. It, I think that's a very... No. It's a crazy statement from grandma, but it's going to set the world on fire as far as Madalena is concerned. And I really yes. hate it because uh, Madalena needs to be found. And yes. it's, uh, I still think, you know, mom drove her clear out into the boonies and right. appears to have there returned were a without couple her. Of pictures mm -hmm. of her before that. Yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So yeah, is this grandma's way of trying to get her daughter off the hook for this? There's so many questions. Cause yeah, there's where's or is the this money? a story mom is telling to try to get herself mm -hmm. off the hook for this? Yeah, it, it's very sus. Yeah. So yeah. it all this time we've heard nothing about her, and then this is what we hear. Yeah. Yes, but Diana is mom. Diana she's not is a sister, the mom. she's mom. Yeah. And she's not missing. But that's the statement that grandma has made. Hmm. So we shall see. I'm sure that's being looked into along with everything else is being looked into. But it hmm. definitely isn't the way the situation has appeared to be no. in the past. Where no. and she went however, missing long before Healing Spoon said, you're absolutely right about that. Uh, some mm -hmm. children in a family do get trafficked and others don't. That's absolutely true. I don't want to Agreed. diminish that, that comment. Is. That is absolutely true. Yeah. Definitely. Yeah. But in this situation, we just don't know. We would sure like to know where poor little Madalena is. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. So that is um, a little shocking, frankly, mm -hmm. for all of us, I think, when I when I saw that, I was just terrified. Uh, Katie, why don't you tell us what's up in Robertson? Oh, yeah. So this is uh, Craig Robertson. This is the guy that died in the shootout with uh, the FBI yes. a couple of weeks ago when President Biden was coming to town. And they went to his house to try to arrest him because he had made like a gazillion threats against him. He made so many bad threats against him that Truth Social turned him into the FBI. That's how bad it was. And yeah. so when they went to his house, he came out guns a blazing and he was killed. And his family was like, he's a good man. And he was just worried about this country. And he was just blowing off steam. And this isn't really who he is. And well, I called bullshit on that then. But now we're calling double bullshit on that. Because as it turns out, in 2018... He had some people in his, they were against his backyard. It was some uh, Google internet people doing some work uh, for a neighbor on some lines. And they needed to access mm -hmm. the very back of his backyard up against his fence briefly, uh, which they have the right to do uh, because of the easement there. But at any rate, they knocked on the door to let him know and make sure it was good with him. And he didn't answer. Mm -hmm. So they, it it was really just a brief thing they needed to do. So they're like, yeah, we'll go ahead and do it. So they uh, went ahead and, uh, you know, did access his lawn to do their work. And he went out there with a gun and was pointing a gun at them and waving it at him and screaming at him to get off of his property. So they called the police because, you know, nobody likes that. 
and they felt very threatened. So the police came and he met the police at the door with an AK and had a big yelling match with them. Well, and had his finger on the trigger lock. Like he could unlock that gun and shoot it at any moment. Mm -hmm. Standing there with the police. Yeah, he told the police, if I wanted any of you gone, you'd be gone. I would bring out my something, something gun and you would be out of here. The cop was like, that's not something you should say to us. Only in Utah, a white guy getting away with that. Holy shit. They finally got him to put his gun away and come outside and visit with him. And towards the end of the uh, the cop cam video that shows all of this, uh, East Idaho News has it if you want to watch it. Um, they, the workers, the Google workers walk past leaving and he's like, hey, uh, sorry, guys. And they're kind of like, screw you, you, you know? Yeah. Like, okay. Uh they did not charge him, and they said that he was just expressing his uh, Second Amendment rights, just maybe a little too exuberantly. I mean... Okay, no. Jan. Yeah. Yeah. No. So I don't no, want to hear another no, no, no. word that we didn't know Craig Robertson was crazy with guns, because yeah, we did. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, Thank we goodness he never definitely. hurt anybody. He was a ticking time bomb. He was. It was an absolute miracle that he didn't act on any of that. But just the threats alone are plenty to yeah. have done something about. Mm-hmm. For sure. Yep. Well, we have a little bit of news in Ethan Crumbly. So, you know, Ethan mm-hmm. Crumbly is the, the school shooter from Michigan. He's They've been going through this Miller hearing for several weeks now, which, because he... Um, He committed these crimes when he was 15. He has pleaded guilty to one count of terrorism causing death, four counts of first degree murder and 19 other charges. So there's a big debate now about whether or not he can be sent to prison for life without parole because of his age. And so that's what the Miller Miller hearing was about, was they were covering like all of the past, all of the mitigating circumstances, the, the evidence of the case, all of that stuff to determine can the state of Michigan actually hold him for life? So they're done now with their with their presentation to the judge. Both sides are. Um, but I wanted to give you a statement that came from the uh, prosecutor in this case. She said, I learned that there has never been an offense or offender like this one, not just in our state, but our country. This is a person who killed four of his classmates solely for the pleasure of killing and to increase the body count to try to make himself famous. It wasn't impulsive, and their expert even acknowledges that, talking about the defense expert. He had some audio messages that said, I will walk behind someone and I will shoot a bullet into their skull, and that's the first victim. I'm going to open fire on everyone in the hallway. I will try to hit as many people as I can. I will reload and I will find people hiding. I want to teach them a lesson of how they are wrong, of how they are being brainwashed. These are the things that he said prior to uh, committing this school shooting. And he did just exactly uh, what uh, those voice messages said he was going to do. 
So now we wait. Well, and he had said that he would shoot a cute girl first. He'd kill yeah. a pretty girl first. And that's exactly yeah. what he did. Yeah. It is. Yeah. So we're going to see a ruling from the judge in September on this. And then Crubley will actually be sentenced on December 8th. So the judge will first rule about whether or not it is even legal for the state of Michigan to hold him for life. And once that's been determined, then he will have his sentencing hearing in December. So it's scary. This, this, this child is a scary, scary human being and has yeah. been scary since he was arrested in jail, wanting mm -hmm. his hate mail, wanting to know where his fans are at, you know, wanting mm -hmm. the notoriety of what he has done. And yeah, uh, yeah. so it, it's hard to think that this is a person who should ever get out of prison. But he's 17 years old right now. And so right. it does, I mean, I, it, they, they're not doing it rashly, you know, they're definitely doing this in a methodical way to determine really what do we do with a kid like this? Uh -huh. It's a difficult question and a scary one, I think. For sure. Very hard one. Yeah, I, it's hard, it's hard for me to think that it's okay to lock a kid up forever except that how will he ever be reformed? He will be in prison. He's not going mm -hmm. to some kind of treatment facility. And even if he were, he's a psychopath. What mm -hmm. are we going to do for him? I, probably yeah. nothing. You know, it's likely probably that nothing. he will spend the rest of his life in prison. Yep. Yeah. You know, terrifying. Yeah. Right. No one is talking about what a sweet boy he is because. No. That really isn't the case. Uh -uh. I mean, there's a lot of talk about what trash his parents are and oh how responsible they are for this. And of course, they are still mm -hmm. sitting in jail awaiting their own trials. Uh -huh. But yeah, it, it's definitely not one of those, Paula. And I, I agree with you. We hear that often. He was such a sweet boy. I had no idea. I don't think that that was the case for anyone in this situation. No one's really saying that. No, no. no not at all. It's scary. Well, from something scary to something hilarious, tell us a little bit about what's going on with Dick Harpoolian. Rather than just tell you, I'm going to show you because this is just too funny not to share. Now, you guys remember, and now hopefully you remember who Dick Harpoolian is. Dick Harpoolian is one of the attorneys of Alec Murdoch, and he's the one who pointed the gun at the defense or at the prosecution table and said, tempting. And it's just is an mm -hmm. overall jackass. He fell asleep in court a couple of times. He got super confused a few times and got way off track and didn't remember what he was doing. And he is just kind of a dumbass. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So Crime Con has made a pretty dubious decision in a lot of people's opinions. Crime Con <laughs> has decided to bring Dick Harpootlian, he's also a South Carolina state senator, uh, to speak in Orlando in 2023. Um, why, I mean, Why, why, why? Also, but, um, failed defense attorney. <laughs> I mean, right? His client was found guilty on all charges, so uh, what? But look at this picture. Look at this picture. Here's a picture of what Dick Harpootlian actually looks like. Yeah, right here in real life now. In yes, 
in, in current times. I don't know if this is CrimeCon uh, from 30 years ago or what's up, <laughs> but that is the picture they used. Do they even know who Dick Harpoolian is? <laughs> right. But you guys, <laughs> somebody reposted this last night. I think Mandy Matney did and said, can anyone be uninvited to CrimeCon? Because the comments are comedy gold. I laid in bed and laughed my head off last <laughs> night reading these because uh, people are not disappointing. So let's take a few. Oh, somebody made a new one. CrimeCon. Watch out for this oh, man. Oh, yeah. With the real picture of him. Mm -hmm. <laughs> the current and, picture. And, and the gun. Yeah. I thought <laughs> about glamour shots, too. Yeah, I was thinking about that. <laughs> Uh, join him for how to get your client convicted of murder. <laughs> Are yeah. other attendees submitting baby pics? <laughs> <laughs> Is this photo 30 years old? <laughs> Maybe he used FaceApp to de-age himself. <laughs> Is there going to be a breakout session on misogyny? Oh, right. Such a jackass. <laughs> Uh, let's see. <laughs> Not Dick Harpootlian trying to sell me an 84 Oldsmobile Cutlass because he has ashtrays in the back seat. <laughs> <laughs> right. And I, that was not lost on me either, BC. This is in Florida. This crime con mm -hmm. conference is in Florida. Of all. So yes. of course they invite Dick Harpootlian. Mm -hmm. You know, I mean. Yeah. That ad pit looks like too. a wish ad. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> This is what you actually get. <laughs> oh, my God. Let's see. I can't believe they're having him as a guest. Glad I didn't waste my money to go there. <laughs> you could have found a pic from this century. <laughs> right. uh, if Poot is oh. going to use a photo from long ago, he also needs to revert to being someone who was trusted and respected. <laughs> <laughs> oh, and go, oh, Crime Con '83 is gonna be lit. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's good. <laughs> Some of these guests have me wanting a refund, <laughs> and so many more. Uh, there was also oh. a post by Jim, because uh, it's not just the Pooter; it's also Jim. Uh, oh, I can't think of his last name now. The, the co-counsel. Somebody oh. will think of it. Yeah. And he had posted this on a, a crime con thing on his Twitter and said that he mm -hmm. and the pooter were going to uh, Florida for crime con and referred to Dick Harpootley and as his ride or die. <laughs> <laughs> Probably die. <laughs> Probably die. Yeah. Oh, my God. Oh, Jim. Yeah. Griffin, is he staying in a 20K Kaylin. a week hotel? Oh, yes, Jim Griffin. Christy so. says, is he staying in a 20K per week hotel? <laughs> like during the trial? Yeah. I oh, mean, he found a DeLorean. What? Good point, BC. Yeah. <laughs> yes, absolutely. Anyway, that killed me. Dubious Jim decision Griffin over there, guys. co-counsel. Mm -hmm. Yeah, so dubious. And to use that picture, when Harpootlian has been all over the media because of the Murdoch case... Like, why would you choose that stupid picture? And it was probably Harpootly in the Chosen, but really, like, nobody knows what he looks like? Uh, yeah, we all know what he looks like. Right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 
Oh boy. Prime so anyway, I, just, I don't know. We are dead. <laughs> there you go. Yes, absolutely. The best. Okay, something else is happening rather interesting. If you know this name, you might know this name. And you might not know this name, James Burke, in relation to the Gilgo Beach murders. He was the police chief who once led the Gilgo Beach killings investigation. He's also the disgraced police chief who went to prison for beating a suspect. And guess what? He has been arrested again. This one kills me. I mean, they all kill me because there's been a lot of question about corruption in that police department during those, during that investigation. And was there any actual law enforcement involvement in those killings? I'm just going to say yeah. that that's a, that's, that's a, a theory some people have. Mm-hmm. So he was police chief from 2012 to 2015. Um, but recently he solicited a park ranger for sex, exposed himself to the ranger saying he was interested in oral sex and then was arrested for it. So he's just well, gosh, the way around. Yeah. Then he tried to get out of the arrest by saying that he's former police. Yes. Disgraced police jackass. Um, So apparently this was kind of a a sting operation that was going on in this park because there have been a lot of problems with soliciting in the park. Uh Um, Now get this. Okay. Uh, (laughs) Yeah. So Burke says when he asked the ranger if they knew who he was and told them that getting arrested would be a public humiliation for him. So could they just let it go this one time, you know? Because it wouldn't be a public humiliation for anyone. And if it would be, why were you doing that to begin with? Like, ugh, mm-hmm. this dude is a bad dude. Okay? Yeah. Um. So he is charged with offering a sex act, public lewdness, indecent exposure, and criminal solicitation. That undercover ranger had to have just hit the jackpot when this happened as far as, like, Sting is concerned. Mm-hmm. Um, we don't know when he's being arraigned, but he was taken to the police station. (laughs) His attorney in his previous case died last year. So we don't know who his attorney will be. Oh, snap. Yeah. So if you will recall his original crime, he was, um, he led the Suffolk County police department for three years. This culminated in his arrest and guilty plea to federal charges for beating a handcuffed man who was suspected of stealing pornography, sex toys, and other items from his department's uh, SUV. So, yeah. Yeah. It was bad. It was federal charges. He did federal time. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So now he's back in trouble. Worst. Yeah, he was. You may remember that there was a period of time in that area down there on the beach where there was a lot of solicitation going on down there. Um, and there was a lot of law enforcement. It was believed, it's, it's, it's said that there were law enforcement that were 
um, visiting the soliciting sex workers on that beach around the time that some of those bodies were turning up down there. And as we know, some of those bodies have now been linked to Rex Heuerman, but they are not all linked to Rex Heuerman. So there are still a lot of questions around this situation. Yeah. For sure. That's right, <clears throat> Kaylin. He was caught on the job with a duffel bag full of sex toys. He's just gross. Uh-huh. Super, For super sure. gross. Yeah, do you know who I am? Yeah. Yeah. We don't care. We don't care. Yeah. So we'll see. I don't know if it's really related to these murders. Probably isn't. But this this name, James Burke, is all over the original investigation. And then he was so disgraced and did time, you know, did federal yeah. time. Well, and his name just keeps that. popping up again. It does. He just cannot seem to stay out of the news or out of prison. So. Mm-hmm. Good luck to you on that, James Burke. Mm-hmm. Uh, let's see, Katie. I think what we have left is Sarah Boone. Is that right? Oh my gosh, Sarah F. Boone, man. <laughs> Sarah was supposed to go to trial uh, about a month or so ago, maybe a little more, and kind of at the last minute, her attorney said, "Yeah." I mean, they were like a jury selection, and her attorney was like, "Yeah, we are just." not ready so they did not go now she was supposed to go to trial here uh i think it's september or maybe october i think it's october uh but anyway her attorney today filed with the judge to withdraw from her case uh as so many before them has and recommended sarah represent her own self <laughs> uh and yes, she is the crazy suitcase lady, Granky. Yes. Yes, this is the lady who has been accused of zipping her boyfriend up in a suitcase uh, or watching him zip himself in a suitcase or something. Uh, we don't know for certain, except for that there were lots of videos of her filming him while he died, while he was screaming and begging to uh, get out of there. And she just went ahead and went to bed after she taunted him for quite a while. And got up the next day, and of course he had died, or at least that's her story. Sarah is bonkers to the bone and extremely yeah. difficult. And every attorney she has withdraws, uh, stating either irreconcilable differences or uh, conflicts of interest and so on and so forth. So this absolutely is a stunner to me because can you guys imagine what that trial is going to be like if Sarah represents no. herself? It's like Taylor Shabusiness times Daryl Brooks times 10 is what that's mm -hmm. going to be like. Yes. It will be. Yeah, Lydia crazy. says get the popcorn ready. Yeah, it will be crazy. Mm -hmm. Oh. I can't even imagine. So apparently Sarah has been mostly mad because she's not getting uh, like 24-7 attention from her attorneys. Uh, the attorney that's recusing herself now or removing herself is saying Sarah would need to have an attorney who has no caseload, who <laughs> is prepared to speak to her and work with her at a moment's notice 24-7. That would be pretty much the only way it's going to work out. So basically this attorney's like, hey, you know what, bitch? Do it yourself. So yeah. here she is. Yes, she's written a whole bunch of letters to the judge complaining about her attorneys and about her access these are to public defenders we're talking about they don't mm -hmm. have time for this nor do they even need to have that much contact with her 
pretty money, Sarah. Yeah. You get what you get. Uh, and her attorneys are doing the best they can, but they don't have <laughs> the time. Part of the last attorney was like, look, I have given her two different phone numbers to contact me. And she says she can't reach me. I tell her to keep trying. Looking at the letter she wrote the judge versus what the attorney responded with made me go, she doesn't know how to use the phone or, you know, or the system or something. This is her. It's mm -hmm. kind of like when Mark Means was mad because his uh, call with Lori Vallogart oh. recorded at the jail because Mark Means didn't know how to use the criminal phone system because he yeah. wasn't a criminal attorney. Uh, yeah. It kind of feels that way. So, yeah, but she's written mm -hmm. so many handwritten letters to the judge complaining about her attorneys. And basically everyone's like, I can't work with her. I got nothing. So we'll see what happens. That may delay her trial yet again. But at this point, yeah, maybe Mark Means going to, you know, he let his law license in Idaho slip. Maybe he'll get it up and running in Florida. Maybe she's insufferable on purpose. Maybe this case is, it seems like such a slam dunk because of all of the evidence, all the video evidence is right. so damning. Oh. It is. It's horrendous. This is hardly going to be the trial of the century, uh, unless she does no. represent herself, in which case that is all going to get blocked out on my calendar. Because that will be uh, yeah, not be there. worth a watch. Here, uh, if we yeah. get to see it, of course. But uh, that will be the most bananas thing you ever saw. So It will. But that's crazy yeah. that an attorney, because attorney, defense attorneys want people to have, de, de, you know, want people to have attorneys. For a de, public defender to be like, let her do it herself. That's a lot. Mm -hmm. That's really a yeah, lot. Yeah, it is. It is. She's really been unbelievably abusive. I'm getting, or I'm guessing, to uh, get to this point. But anyway, mm -hmm. so uh, uh, good luck, Sarah. I guess. <laughs> or something. I guess. I don't know. I'm very curious to see what the judge decides to try and do with this. Stop being a big wiener. I'm thinking probably. Maybe. Yeah. Is she up for death penalty? No, I don't believe so. I don't think so. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I have to look that up to be sure, but I'm, I don't believe that is a death penalty case. No. 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 Oof. So that's what so that's we have for you all tonight. That should be enough. That's a lot. We'll be keeping an eye on everything going forward, you know. I think the, the big news here, well, a lot of it's big news, but the Koberger news is big because that means that case is about to slow way down. It's already been fairly slow because of the gag and everything on it, but, you know, things are going to change a lot with that case. But, you know, Koberger, that ego, he's going to fuck around with the with the um, criminal justice system for as long as he can. Mm-hmm. You know, he's going to keep himself yeah. in the limelight and get attention for as long as possible. Because once he mm -hmm. goes to prison, he's going to disappear. And he knows it. And he's mm -hmm. his ego is not ready for that, I think. No. However, speaking of things really slowing down, I was looking at Chad Daybell's docket today. Yeah. Uh, because we haven't seen, we haven't heard shit out of them no, in a while. And uh, nothing. There hasn't been a single mm -hmm. filing in like two months. I mean, Which, come on. They've got to be looking at trying to negotiate a, a deal. They have They've to got to be. There is no way it is worth going to trial on this case for him. They've got to be. 
Uh, but I that kind of solidifies that even more for me that they are working on a deal. I mean, we'd heard a, a rumor from a very reputable source that they are working on a deal, uh, but mm -hmm. we still haven't seen a thing. But it, that kind of solidifies that for me even more because we haven't seen a single whiny bitchy note from prior. We haven't seen yeah. him try to argue anything at all or ask for anything at all or, you know, bring up anything. Mm -hmm. That's no. just weird. For him to not have filed anything in eight weeks is just... It is. Wild. Mm -hmm. Yeah. They're trying to end this, I think. <laughs> yeah, Chad is stupid Chad. books. Yeah, he is probably writing some <laughs> stupid book right now. <laughs> Craig said prior oh. around the storm. Oh, dear God. <laughs> <laughs> I know. I'm sorry. I know I said that. I don't want to read I'll... that. If Chad ever I don't publishes either. books from jail, like sends them off to his daughter and she puts them out there. We will have to read them and talk about them on this channel. Oh my God. No. It's, yes. Amazon. Please don't do it. Please don't publish them. Please don't publish that shit. I, maybe Amazon. You know, we'll try. But maybe she'll self-publish them. Amazon yeah, still got his books up. There's been a lot of pressure to take them down and they are still up. So. Mm -hmm. A little stormy, a little stormy in his stupid books. books. <laughs> That's a good one. That is very good. All right. A Chad, a Chad Drew Drew Squad Book Club. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> watch party. We start a book club. Just of mm -hmm. his, yeah. Supplying Pepto and barf bags. Yes, definitely. Mm -hmm. A drunkumentary for sure. It would have to be. A documentary, a documentary book, review. book review. Okay, Linda. I don't know if that's idea. been done. You might have to try that. Oh my god! Oh my god! You know he's writing. You know he's writing. Ugh. We did Gross. do one okay. mini book review a long time ago about his book about uh, when he was a a grave a, a sexton. Mm -hmm. Oh, guys, it was so bad. So bad. it was appallingly yeah. bad. We we might uh, have to do another. You're correct. But it's not just him. Word from Madison County Jail is that Lori was filling notebooks daily. Not probably filling one every day, but she was filling notebooks yeah. with all of her nonsense and scribbles and stuff. Yeah. Is that ever going to get out there? Mm -hmm. I would like the uh, BAU at the FBI to get to study those, please. Mm -hmm. Yes, please. Yes. Mm-hmm. So anyway, that's yeah. a, that's what we'll leave you with. It's thoughts about we'll Chad Daybell's new one. That terrifying, but we will, you know, keep you posted. Mm -hmm. All right. Well, that is everything for us. Uh, we'll be back next week with lots more true crime. Mm -hmm. Don't worry. We'll find something new to tell you about. And we'll probably find some funny story. I'm still dying about the Dunning-Kruger effect case that you talked about in our, in our most recent episode. And that brilliant... Um, <laughs> That brilliant bank robber with the lemon That's juice a on gem. his face. If you've not watched that, go watch it because that is some <laughs> that funny is a gem right there. Yes, yes it, it is. is. Especially if you're like an 80s, 90s kid that used to do the thing with the, you know, the the, the invisible ink with lemon juice. Mm -hmm. You're going to think this is hilarious. Mm -hmm. So with that being said, you know it. We are the True Crime Squad. Thank you all so much for being here. Take care.